Hey, Mark, where, whose house are you in? <laughs> I'm in my house. Says Hank before we start the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome again. Top of the table. Brian, Hank, Mark, and Chris in our own houses joining you. Tuesday, June the 1st. Uh, we missed last week. I was on vacation and then you don't need an excuse. Nobody cares. I was probably it's, masturbating. It's, it's, <laughs> send your cards and letters to at the Mark via Amber. Kittle Biddle. That's helpful for the people listening on the podcast. Hi, this Amber. Just jumped on the table. We miss you on Twitter, Amber. Yes, we do. I've told what? her she's not allowed to use Twitter anymore. She gets too right wing. Mean tweets hurt cats. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. I think the cat wrote all the mean tweets. If memory serves. Gentlemen. Well, not very complimentary. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Over the last two weeks, we, we normally start our show now with the ladies first segment as the uh, NWSL had games on the 22nd and 29th of May. They took my balls, Charlie. Charlie. Okay, look at him. Look at this face. Can you just hear the Aussie man talking through this dog? Or is that just my imagination? I mean, I can now. <laughs> well, since you put it that way. Ladies okay, first. Um, I'm you know, stop. You're fine. I was looking over the teams of, of uh, from us and all of our guests, and we have seven out of the ten teams have been chosen. Of the teams that are remaining, are Houston, Kansas City, and top of the table, Orlando. Amazingly enough. Uh, I'll start as the North Carolina Courage on. Are you uh, proposing the, a Woosley Gambit here? Or? May, May the twenty second, they North Carolina fell to league leading Orlando two to one. But then this weekend on the 29th, oh Hank, Hank sent me a picture. This is what Hank sent. If you're on, you got to go watch this on the screen share. This is what Hank sent me, and the text just said five to nothing. Oh gosh, <laughs> I need some help. As North Carolina blows out racing Louisville. Five it was bad. It was fourth bad. In the, fourth it, in the table. And, you know, Louisville coming off of a their first ever win, right, um, in their home stadium with, uh, you know, a, a, good, a good defeat of Washington. I thought it was good. Um, but there was, it was like they were playing with four people on Sunday or Saturday or whatever it was Friday night, I guess I was watching it on Sunday and uh, it was bad, man. There was just, there was no presence in the midfield. They had nothing uh, to stop Dabinia or Lynn Williams in the second half. Nobody stopped just nothing. Well, I mean, they did a pretty good job in the first half. It was only one, nothing in the first half. But the second half was just, you know, it was ridiculous. And he keeps playing, Christy Alley keeps playing the same guy, same women over and over again. And uh, with no real change in the results or the change in the style that's being played. So if he's going for, you know, uh, sit back and, and, and absorb, he's going to need to get some more people in the midfield to help do that. Right Is now, that all he has, though? I mean, that's, you know. He's got four people playing up kind of up top. And right. 
and no real central midfield presence. And, uh, you know, they picked up a, a player from North Carolina, actually. It was, um, I, I can't pronounce her last name, but it's Sinclair something. Um, and she, uh, she was a defensive midfielder type of presence. So I yeah, figured she might get some time. Nope, not in the lineup. Um, and it, as far as attacking help, uh, you know, really not a lot there. They just have the same people coming in off the bench and they're hoping for something, some magic. I think he just needs to shake things up a little bit. All right. Give us your thorns update. Uh, we won. No, we won. 1-0, I think. Um, uh, why are you shaking your head we, we, lost, we lost. It was against rain. Gotham on Sunday. <laughs> That's why I'm shaking my head. Oh, we lost to the yeah. rain, and then we lost to Orlando. Right. Uh, and then we won over the weekend. We won at the weekend. We won over... Uh, the Challenge Cup final. Yeah, we won over the Gotham. We beat the Gotham. We, bought, we beat the Sky Blue Gotham. Um, I didn't get to watch it. I watched uh, the first half of the Rain Thorns match on a highway in Arizona with spotty coverage on my phone. Thank God for Twitch, <laughs> which I never thought I'd say. Uh, really? And good. then, and then the midweek match against Orlando, I just flat out missed because I was doing other things and catching up from being gone for a week. But uh, you know, to, to Hank's point, I, I noticed this a lot in American soccer. <laughs> Um, and it happens with every team. You sometimes you just shit the bed. Sometimes you just have no answers for whatever's coming at you. It does, however, seem to happen a lot more within American soccer than perhaps anywhere else, though. And I mean, it's I think it's just you know, uh, our coaching pool is perhaps not what it should be, as well as maybe our player pool. I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, but it happens. I mean, you're going to see every team get blown out once a season. It just happens. It's it's it's. I think it's. I think it it it, it rings to the issue of parity, if there if you can call it that anymore. Who's the coach of the uh, Portland Timbers right now? Giovanni Savarisi. Savarisi, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be looking for a new job soon. I don't know, man. They're pretty beat up. You know, and guys, they were, certainly were after the game this weekend. Well, we want to talk about the we want to talk about the tackle from the Galaxy game. I all I saw was the actual tackle. I didn't see the game. I was we we, we launched that day, so I couldn't watch. Um, that was a horrible tackle, and from where we, from what you know, my friends whose opinions I trust on the Galaxy, because let's face it, Galaxy Twitter is a hot mess most of the time. Um, it's that all Twitter is a hot mess most of the time. Yeah, but Galaxy Twitter is its own special breed of dumb, stupid with four O's. I mean, it's just some of the yeah. Anyway, uh, people um, I trust. I'm going to keep did, using the hashtag. I just thought of go ahead. Who did Let watch get, the game? Told uh, me that that tackle was pretty much the game in a nutshell. He went in for a tackle and he just totally fucked it up. And you know, more than it up, he fucked Pol- Polo up too. Polo's not for the year. Yeah, I know. It's 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 a horrible thing, you know. Uh, you know, and then now the guy's receiving death threats, you know. Um Ballard, give us the updates on the Gotham. It's um certainly not reading it from your computer reflecting your glasses. Actually, I actually have two screens, you see. I can I actually yeah. have a reflection of the jersey behind you. Oh really? <laughs> um 
yeah, it's not exactly exciting stuff. Played three, won one, drawn one, tied one, scored one, conceded one. They won the first game 1-0 Lift against up. Houston Dash. Lift up. Lift her up. Lift her up. You can't. There you go. Okay. Yay, Amber. Sorry. This is the kind of uh, in-depth analysis that both of so, us. So they took four, four points out of three games isn't bad. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you're going to watch them, you're probably not in for an exciting day. That's true. I mean, they scored after half an hour in the first game and then haven't scored since. Um, and given some of the players they have in their team, you would probably expect more. Um, but, you know, it's early on in the season. and I'm Kind of sure, like Miami. Yeah, I'm sure people are waiting for things to work out and see see how it goes. And obviously with the players. They've got to work their way into that new logo. You know, that just threw everything off. It's good, though. I do like it. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And I have to appreciate the NYNJ touch as well. At least accept that you're in New Jersey rather than pretend yeah. otherwise. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How does Amber like it? Does Amber like it? Or does She's she show it? She oh, this is going to be a long show. It better not be. I've got to be out of here by nine. I know. we're going to. We're, I'm going to get us out of here faster. Oh, yeah. okay. Those Sorry. people that are driving back to work. Are, the point is for <laughs> this to be quick. So, all right. If you are new to this show, I tell my wife. if you are new to this show, I apologize. Here's the way it works. I will ask uh, eight rapid fire questions, which my friends here have no idea what I'm going to say. They will then answer and we will move on. For those of you that are listening, and would like to participate. There will be a hashtag, oh, no, which will organically generate throughout the show. And you and can tweet us at top of the table TV. If you would like to play along question number one. The hammer finally fell on Miami's DP situation. Bex comes out of it unscathed, but the team's allocation money is $2 million lighter over the next two seasons. Did MLS penalize too harshly or not harshly enough, Hank? I don't think it was harsh enough. No. I mean, Beckham exploiting the Beckham rule, it just seems like it was a a good opportunity to do something. um, there. But, you know, they went ahead and uh, announced a, a whole new league Right, basically creating a whole new league in two years, so that you know Miami can put as many players as they want on that roster, and and they won't be uh, subject to anything. So it's going to all come out in the end. But yeah, I think they could have gotten a little bit harsher. Hank, I mean Ballard, excuse me. Yeah, we're easy to get mixed up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, given that it was Miami and Beckham, not surprising, but they need to punish them more. I'd also be interested to know what Atlanta knew about the guy they'd hired who's been banned for two years. Um, yep. Whose name temporarily escaped me? Paul McDonough. 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 Yeah. That's our next, um, our next question. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not enough. Should Mark. be more. I, I want to see them lose points. Oh, wow. Going to be. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Weren't the infractions for last season? Yes. yes. So what does losing points do? What 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 can they punish them for more than they punish themselves for blowing their whole wad and getting nothing? I, I mean, it's, it's like it's like me at a titty bar on it on after four eight balls. It's all visual. There's 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 no mass. There's no critical mass gained. I'm not using you know? the hashtag either. I mean, it's yes, they should be fine. They should be fined up the wazoo. Pow 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 pow. But <laughs> it's it, it's not. Well, I mean, um, it, it, retro, re- retroactively finding them is fantastic. The guys about, moved on. How about the, the thing of the, a vote in the ownership table for like two seasons, you know, and 
not being able to represent themselves in the ownership stake because it was the owner that did this. And the active owner like, should be fined a lot more. He should be restricted. He should. Absolutely. I'm just saying retroactively, let's now let's look at Atlanta and what this guy may have done in Atlanta. And what I want to know is where are all the, you know, nah, I don't even go there. It doesn't even matter. I'm just hoping Pablo Mora got a tweet telling him about it, that he can confirm it now. Question number two, another penalty result was former sporting director Paul McDonough, who is now, well, was with Atlanta, being suspended this season and the end uh, and through the end of the 2022 season. Who will sign all the Argentines now for Atlanta? Well, Gabby Heinz, he's Argentinian, isn't he? Argentine. That's all they have is Argentinians. That's the Carlos Bocanegra still have a job? Yeah. yeah. I thought he got sacked. Did he get sacked? Over the weekend, or I thought I saw something about him being sacked. Nope. Or is that just an errant tweet? Maybe. Who knows? Okay. No, uh, never an errant tweet. You know, I mean, fuck, bring in the Falkland Islands players. Why not? They're not Argentine. There you go. They're not. I wasn't going to let that one go. <laughs> Question <laughs> number Brits. three Barnsley's declined <laughs> the Sorry. $20 million option on Daryl Falkland Islands. Expected. Does he stay in Orlando very long? By the way, Orlando is third in the East. Mark? I think he will because Orlando will not relent on that figure. They're dumb. They could get $10 million and be happy, and they should be. Uh, $20 million is just outrageous. No one's going to pay that for him. Hank? I don't think they'll pay $20 million, but I don't think he'll be here long. I think he'll, no. uh, I think he'll finish the season in Orlando, but then be gone. Valid. Yeah, he'll start at a Premier League club in August. Wow. Um, I don't think they'll get the full 20 million, but if someone comes along with 15, which isn't very much for a striker who you would expect to score goals in that division, they'll take it. And there are lots of teams who would could do with a DK-type player. West Ham, I think, could do with him. They don't have a striker. Their main striker is 32, I think, now. Um, they're not going to pay £40 million pounds for Tammy Abraham. So I think he'd be worth a punt. Question number four. New England's Carl's Gill leads MLS in assists, scoring chances created, dribbles, and successful through balls. Make his case for MVP. Successful through balls. I don't need to. He's doing it for him. He's doing it himself. I don't need to make a case for him when he's playing like that every week. Mark. Ask the question again in August when it might matter. I mean, it's we're six weeks in, seven weeks in. It, Everyone's going to have the run. He's doing a great job. Don't get, don't get me wrong. He's doing a great job. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, he's doing a great job. Hank, let's, let's go to, let's, 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 uh, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. See, let's go, let's go to Jake. I'm sure Jake is masturbating over this whole thing. He looks like that meme you sent me of the guy from South Park covered in lotion. But uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was lotion he was covered in. I think Jake's on the call tonight. But, no, Jake had to work um, tonight. He was going to be here last night, but he's working. We had, uh, I, I mean, I just, all you need to do, he's like a human highlight reel. There's nothing, there's nothing you can say bad about him at this stage. It's, uh, you know, if he scores, if he starts scoring goals, he's the MVP. I mean, if it's right now, it's all assists. So he's, you look at the team of the week on MLS last, last week. Um, it, you know, they had the little thing they put over you. If you score a goal, it says goals, right? For Audi, MLS goals, whatever. He was the only one that didn't have a goal. Um, <laughs> except for the goalie. Uh, but, uh, 
I thought I think once he starts converting more goals and uh, he's he's a lock. Well, sure. he's he's almost double scoring chances created. He's got uh, forty five scoring chances created. I hate second. that stat though, Brian. And scoring scoring chances created doesn't do doesn't mean anything unless the go, the you score a goal on it. <laughs> Actually, well, he's also a, a magician with corner kicks. Yeah, he is pretty good. They're like XG either. Hey, by the way, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, all those stats are—it's just a bunch of this for the guys who do stats, and so they can it's project like, people and, and and you know, it's dun- I mean, it's don't get me wrong, for people. Uh, I'm all for people who do stats because stats are important; and they can help build a club. But let's fake it, XG, uh, yeah. whatever XG, that you XG, know, a, all that stuff doesn't matter. And it, in tiebreakers, it doesn't count, right? It's no. just kind of like it's if it's fodder for the FIFA rating and. That's all it is. For those of you not watching, Mark was giving the international symbol for he was pulling for those people. (laughs) And by the way, Cincinnati only has six goals on the year. I mean, let's face it. Wando's XG in the World Cup was what? And he fucking skied it over the crossbar. So it doesn't matter. There you go. Question number five. This is actually Jake did had a request that MLS and EA Sports announced the 96 MLS kits are available in FIFA 21's ultimate team. Which would be the better promotion, the Save the Oceans jerseys or a 96-era shirt? Mark? Okay, fuck the Save the Oceans jerseys. Yeah, they're nice. It's a nice sentiment. Yay, let's get plastic out of the ocean. I'm all for it. But, man, who the fuck wants to watch 20 games with blue and white teams all fucking weekend long? I hate that bullshit. It's so annoying. I mean, it's so Adidas MLS. To, you know what? You want to do a fucking bright blue, sky blue, whatever the fuck blue the jersey is? Great. Make it in every team's color. Make it important and relevant to every fucking team. Don't just phone it in and throw me a fucking bottle of Jurgens and expect me to pay $125 for it. You know? I mean, make it important. Make it relevant. Adidas are fucking hacks. MLS are hacks for putting up with it. I'm waiting for the day that fucking Beckham or, or, or McConaughey or God forbid the galaxy have the balls to step up and let Nike do their kit. Let fucking Umbro do their kit and say, fuck you, Adidas. We're tired of your bullshit. And your lameness. You can send your cards and letters to at the market via Hank. Uh, what Mark said. No, okay. I, I, uh, I think the retro kit's a much better idea because hey, it's to Mark's point, personal to each and every team. There you go. I mean, I, I was, I was actually jazzed when I saw that ad for ea sports gustavo Bo wearing the old revolution shirt i was like god that does look good and then i and they actually did some some recent promotion where they brought back a retro theme mitchell and mitchell and ness sold some and it didn't even look like the one you're talking about yeah it didn't look anything like it but it was um i like the 96 ones um i think they would be better although the ones they played in over the weekend were okay I was like, I like them. I should see how much they are. But again, I'm not paying a hundred bucks for one. If they could a question. It 40, I might give it a go. Can't you know, just I mean, make- and let's face the facts. Fucking Nike's been making jerseys out of recycled plastic bottles for the last 15 years. That was my question. Can't okay. you just go ahead and make Adidas jerseys? Yeah, fuck you. Adidas. Here, Adidas, right here. For right, one weekend? Right here, Adidas, right here. Hey, right here. While we're wondering what MLS was thinking, question number six, what was MLS thinking scheduling games versus the Champions League final? Hank, which game did you watch? Because it was New England. <laughs> I watched New England. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it was interesting to hear the uh, some some people from Cincinnati uh, start whining, saying, you know, 
oh, we're going to watch what, how can we have to watch this during, you know, Champions League final? And I said, okay, wait a minute. It's the Chelsea and Manchester City. And you've seen them play at least three times this season already. Who cares? <laughs> right? It's your hometown team is playing right now, and you can always DVR the block. Uh, so. I swore, Mark. I'm sorry. And Cincinnati still only has six goals. Chris, uh, I didn't watch either, so I think it's idiotic that they were scheduling it. Although I did think that going back to the plastic shirts, it was good that the light blue versus dark blue was a copy of the Champions League strips. I there thought that was was kind of nice. Fabulous um, insight yeah. from Chris Ballard. I didn't even watch the Champions League until Sunday evening. I didn't know who won, which is why I wasn't on Twitter all weekend. I, I didn't watch it expressly for the reason Hank said. They already played a couple times this season right. and. Mark. I tuned in to see if and I stopped watching whenever stadium. Munich Bayern Munich got eliminated. Mark, yeah, who cares? Yeah, that's pretty much. It's fucking Chelsea and uh, Man City. Who cares? Fuck them. You know, Question I mean, number- here's the thing: it's MLS. They don't give a shit. They're going to schedule whatever they can, whenever they can, whenever they get the airtime. Whenever they get the airtime, those fuckers didn't put the schedule out until March. Do you think they even thought about Champions League? They don't think about anything. They won't start working on next year's schedule till next February. They don't think about this shit. They don't care about it. They don't care. We get preempted by the fucking Little League World Series. What do they care? As long as we get airtime, they're going to take it. Women's ball. The company that scheduled it against the World Cup for a, a while, didn't they? So they're yeah. going to schedule it against Champions League and the Euros. Euros are different. We need fuck the Euros. But yeah, I don't think the people who make these decisions actually care about the game. They're not soccer fans. I'm convinced of it. No. Question number seven. With a 10-day break coming for international games, what does your club of choice need to focus on coming out of the break, Mark? Um, tackling properly. Scoring goals. I need to see the highlight. It was, a bad, it was just a bad tackle. You know, I mean, the guy fucked up. He screwed up bad. He totally misplayed it. I don't want to... I, I, from what I saw, it didn't look intentional. Oh, he just flubbed it. One. I he just totally flubbed the tackle and it was horrible. He deserved the red and he, you know, I feel bad for Polo. Uh, they, they got a, they got, we got a lot to work on. The team's got to congeal. There's got to be some kind of, you know, coming together, some kind of, Portman you know, is. moment where they just, there's locked Portman in right there. And it's just, oh, yeah. That is a Portman Kunis United moment. Yes. Shout out to, to those guys. Hey, Chris. Yes. What does your team need to do coming out of the break? Um, Is it still Portland? No, it was New England. Okay. But it's really hard to... I, I Let's go with New England. Yeah, wrap up uh, Carlos Gill in cotton wool and make sure that he's not allowed outside where near any sharp objects. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Hank? I'd say uh, start converting more chances, right? So take, get rid of the X. Get rid of the X in the stat. That's what they need to do. Can I go back to the whole Carlos Gill MVP thing just for a second? I'm happy as hell for the guy. I'm happy as hell for New England. They're in first place in the East. I think it's great. I think they Number deserve it. Number one in the power rankings. You know, I think yeah, it's an, I, I think it's an important <laughs> thing. I think he's doing well. Like, it's like the three ball stat. But you have to. You also have to look at last year when the Galaxy had that four or five game unbeaten run and everyone was calling Pavone the greatest player in MLS and possibly MLS history. And then everyone figured out how to guard him and how to shut him down. And he did fuck all the rest of the year. 
you know, this is a league that shuts people down quickly once they figure out how to do it. A lot of players have a five, six game run where they are spectacular and stellar, and then they just get shut down because there's a, there's a method to the gimmick and someone just has to find it. He could be one of the few that doesn't get shut down. It'd be great for the league if he is, but we have to keep that in mind is all I'm saying. Fair enough. Our final question, number eight, coming out of the break, which teams are best poised to either rise or fall? Your pick, Hank. Um, I would say New England, right? I mean, they haven't been converting their chances. They, if they don't do that, they are going to fall fast. Chris? Nashville. Because they keep, they keep drawing. No, I think they'll get. I think they'll get better if they can convert some of those ties, draws into wins. I think they'll do well, which I didn't think I would be saying at the beginning of the season. Mark, I think poised to rise is going to be New England, simply because they're fucking New England, man. They're the Revs. No one comes to play them every week, right? You get a team like the Galaxy or Seattle. The Galaxy, not that we're any good. We're not. I'm not fronting. I'm just saying. Historically speaking, everyone rises up to play the galaxy, brings their best. If they want to go pow, 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 right in the butt of LA and just drive it home and humiliate them, which has been the last four years of our lives, right? A team like Seattle, everyone rises up to play them because they have to. A team like the Revs, most people think that, right? They're not going to rise up to play the Revs. They're going to rise up to play their own game and deal with what the Revs may bring. In that regard, the Revs are poised to sail because they've got Arena, who's a shitty coach, but knows how to manage personalities and he can get the best out of people. However, a team like the Galaxies is poised to fall. See, uh, Cincinnati could come out and shock everybody because they had three weeks to get their shit together. Who knows? But I think Seattle uh, could suffer. I don't think they will, but they could. I think Portland will come back strongly. I think uh, I think the Revs will come out strong out of the gate. Seattle, by the way, Nicholas Ladera had surgery, and uh, Stephen Fry developed a blood clot. So I'm with you on that one. Uh, again, like, like I said a couple weeks ago, Seattle's built like a machine. They're built to destroy everybody using multiple parts, no just one person. That's right. You know, they've got they've got all these things. Oi, oi, no. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for today, gentlemen. Oh, what about, Josie? what about Josie? Told to go train on his own and to fuck off from the team. I didn't get any of that, by the way. Josie Altador was told oh, by new head coach Chris Armas to train by himself. He wasn't, no, he wasn't told by the coach. He was told by the office. I thought he was told by the by the front office. Just you I go do your this. own thing. You're done here. I thought he was what, told What's by the, the reason? He, uh, he and Armas got into it. Oh. Well, fair enough. Wow. Yeah. Another team will yeah, pick him up. Part of that. I mean, it's a dumpster fire. As I, think, put I it. think four years ago, that's a question. I think now it's like. He's still been producing in MLS. Though. Well, last season he was okay. And Toronto need the help. I mean, what, at which point do they say all is forgiven, come back and save us, everyone? How about bonus question? Where does Josie Altador end up? God, he's go. not LA. Uh, my buddy, question played, number nine. My buddy, Hugo, LAFC. my buddy Hugo said LAFC with Bradley because he and Bradley have this, you know, this this love for each other, and that he will give Bradley his all, and he doesn't have to score for LAFC. He just has to hold the ball up. 
which so, so he can be this year's Bradley Wright Phillips is what you're saying. Which you know Hugo made right. a Hugo made a really good point in that. My point to that was the guy's like trash can Jones. His knee's going to give out every third game, and he's not going to be able to play. I thought it was Monkey Jones. No, Moo Cow Jones Moo Cow is, Jones, is one of my companies. It's my problem. No, no, no. Trash can Jones was that fuck off German fuck we signed a few years ago. That they, you know, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Ballard Josie to where? Uh, I have no idea. Come USA. On. Uh, how am I supposed Fort to Lauderdale, Montreal, Sacramento. Sacramento. Oh, you know, we got to go. <laughs> Josie to sack. We got, we got to go. Josie for sack. And once again, Josie for sack. We, once again, you know, we, was, we have, we have missed Evan Ream because we still need to catch up with him. I'd be curious to see his thoughts of, uh, of uh, Josie Eldor continuing his MLS career there in Sacramento. That's fine. Follow along this week. Hashtag four, eight balls. Number four, number eight, B-A-L-L-S. Hashtag four, eight balls. Uh, gentlemen, give your plugs, Hank. Disco five on the Twitter. Ballard. Uh, at Chris J. Ballard on the Twitter and at Talking Talkie for my little crappy team football Boy. podcast. In the Mark. playoffs. Yeah, there you go. Mark. Uh, at the Mark Via on the Twitters. Um, oh, 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 if you guys are on the Instagram, go look up round dot boys, round boys, but with the period in the middle, round dot boys. I'm, 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 I'm a fool for chonky animals. And this Instagram is just chonkiness to the nth degree. It's really fucking cute. I'm <laughs> not going there. No, it's super, super it's, it's funny. Animal. It's animal. Yeah, it's I'm all sure it's all it's all it's all, an, no, it's all animals. There's, there's this one yeah, of a seal animal. floating in the water and it's like a beach ball. This, this isn't the this isn't the sprained ankle image he keeps sending everybody. That's a different no. chunky boy. <laughs> Can't see it. Yeah. Can't see it. It's all too much clutter. Oh, there, yeah, oh, I there. see the seal. Yes. There's it a is. picture of the seal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All cute. right. Uh, at the mark via on Twitter at round.boys on the Instagram. Josie Sack. At Moocow Jones, uh, at the truck stops, uh, at Top of the Table TV on on Twitter, Top of the Table TV. If you want to watch any of this, at Brian wait, did Bentley I ask you guys on- about the white girl font? Yes, you sent it to yes, us. Yes, group yes, okay. yes, <laughs> but it's like that same font could say "Live, Laugh, Love," "Rose all day," whatever the white girls say. It's like that's the white if girl. You can't font. handle me at my worst. You, you me deserve at me at my best. Yes. <laughs> White girl font. And it's always something about wine, but it's not W-H-I-N-E. I get it. White girl font. <laughs> See, now I feel like I have to share the picture that you sent. <laughs> White girl font. And then the one that I responded with. <laughs> <laughs> it, was the kid, it was the kid from The Shining instead of writing Red Room. He writes Live, Laugh, Love. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you for uh, spending your time with us. Hopefully you have arrived at your place of work or beverage of choice by now hashtag four eight balls um marcus shot out of a cannon this week speaking of four eight balls what what huh shiny object what all right don't do drugs brian mark and chris we appreciate you coming on we will see you after the international break in two weeks be good stay out of trouble get vaccinated bye bye laters